Before we get started on Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine, we'd like to tell you about the Miracle Moments Luncheon to benefit Easter Seals UCP Port Health. Earfluence, which produces this podcast, is a proud sponsor, and we'd like you to join us May 1st, 2024 at 1130 Eastern Time at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cary. This event helps raise funds and awareness for the life-changing direct services provided to more than 40,000 children, adults, and families living with disabilities, mental health, and substance challenges so they can live their best lives. We'll put more information on Easter Seals and the luncheon in the show notes, but again, that's Wednesday, May 1st at 1130 at the Hilton Garden Inn in Cary, and we hope to see you there. Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batched bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit oldraleydistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. I love that she called it polished casual. Yes. So she said from suits to sneakers, all will feel comfortable and all will feel welcome. We're going to make some tweaks to the space, but we love the space. So if you have those great memories, you're not going to walk in there and go, oh, what happened? Why'd you move this? Not many people are from Raleigh anymore, but here everyone in Raleigh can feel like a local, whether you are literally from here or you've just moved here or you're visiting. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. We're constantly announcing the next big building breaking ground or major project coming to Raleigh. Almost daily, it feels like. From live, work, and play projects to new hotels, office buildings, things are popping up in every district all over the city. It can get a little confusing, but we've got it covered in our development issue. Here today to dish on the ever-evolving development scene, Editor-in-Chief Melissa. Uh, Raleigh is growing for sure. I mean, that's definitely, we, I feel like that's what we're reporting on every day. It feels like there's constantly news of something breaking, something coming out of the ground. Um, but for the, and because of that, for the last five years or so, October's been our development issue where there was enough going on that we just really fully leaned into that. Um, and it's a fun one. Um, this year, we decided for that reason to really hone in on what's coming out of the ground to give people perspective. Yeah, there's so many different projects that are being proposed or they're prepping the site that we really, really decided that the stuff that you can see coming out of the ground, because as you drive around downtown, we'll go, what's that building? What is that? Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, we reported on that. Yeah. We want to make sure we don't miss anything. But we, this is a very visual, what's 12 pages, I think. Stunning, really. I mean, yeah. these beautiful buildings and an explanation of, you know, this ever-evolving cityscape and what it's going to look like in the next two to five years. But it is a district-by-district district guide. 
um, which I think makes it easier to understand. Mm -hmm. So you kind of know, oh, that's what I saw the other night. Yeah, I totally agree because I do feel like I even I'm driving around town like, wait, what is? Wait, which one is that? Yes. What is happening? We there? did that with one one on yeah for sure. <laughs> so um, it's nicely laid out for yeah. And use. and we're not going to cover all of it. There's no way. But if you are into it and you want to know what's happening, especially where you work or live, grab this issue. Absolutely. Was, um, yeah, so, and I think we could just walk through the districts and talk about the things that you'll find in the issue. Yes. Yeah. So the cover of the magazine um, features the weld which is in the Park District. And you can the assume what? the Park District. <laughs> I know, right? I know. You got to name these districts. And people go, why does everything have to have a name? If you've been to Chicago, Atlanta, Boston, the pockets are what makes cities interesting. Also, that makes me laugh. Like, do you have a name? Like, how do you identify something without a name? Right. You know what I mean? But so I understand that people immersive. go, why does Midtown need to be Midtown? I've lived in North Hills my whole well, life. Okay, that's fair because that had a different name. I understand that. But this is an area that didn't have a name. Right. So this is the area surrounding Dix Park. Yes. And the weld. Hence the name. <laughs> Is on the cover of this um, October issue, and it is a stunning, stunning She's building. A beauty. Yeah, it's SLI Capital. CEO, CEO Brian Kane, mm -hmm. um, son of John Kane from North Hills. Exactly. And, but this is totally separate project. No connection to Kane. And uh, also Mac Real Estate, so they yes. partner up for this. Yeah, it's mixed use. And literally, a lot of the renderings and photos we have, you can see how closely it's integrated to the park. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's it's a beautiful, you know, tower on the edge. I mean, the, you guys have got to see this issue and see the cover and see the the renderings. It's a, you know, it's 20-story apartment building off of Lake Wheeler Road, intersection of Lake Wheeler and Hamill. Supposed to be completed by summer of 2025, but it is coming out of the ground. You can see it happening. Um, check it out. It is beautiful. Yeah, and that actually is not the only project going on in Park District. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of fun to learn that this is, name is emerged and there's now two major projects coming out of the ground. So This yeah. name threw me. I know. I love it, though. <laughs> I mean, I, it's Rockaway. Raleigh. So it's Rockway, and I keep thinking it's Rockway. Rock, okay, you're right. It's Rockway. I keep looking at it and seeing an A in there. <laughs> I know. It does look Rockway. like oh, way. My Rockway. bad. Yeah. No, so Rockway Raleigh. Love the alliteration. Love the name. Didn't really ask them why the name, but I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the quarry. It, it does. Yeah. It's connected. Love that. Um, but yeah, so this is coming out of the ground, and it'll be opening mid-2024, and it's just going to add to that emerging district, connecting downtown, and really making it sort of an outdoor social destination along the Greenway. They really are. They're doing a lot with enhanced sidewalks, connecting the Greenway, walkability. It's going to have 300-plus apartments, um, a lot of office space, retail and it's a neat building. Everything has a rooftop, folks. We we have yeah. arrived. Every building, everything Love that's it. coming out of the ground has a rooftop. <laughs> and this obviously has a rooftop space that's gorgeous. Yep. And that's the um they'll have the outdoor dining on the Rocky Branch Creek Greenway. So there you go. The Rocky Branch Creek. And this also. is a uh Kane Realty Corp yep. project. I know. You know, they've people associate them so much with North Hills, but they've got projects. They're they're sprinkled throughout many districts. Yeah, I was gonna say I know it feels like they're they're just you know got their hands across the city, really helping development along. So, and yeah. this is another beautiful property. Um, 
But we jumped from Park over to Fayetteville Street. So if you think that, you know, there's no new development going on on Fayetteville Street. You're wrong. You would be wrong. Yep. This is Mira. Phased opening, literally starting early 2024. But they're pre-leasing its office space and almost 300 residential units. This is a cool building. I like this building. And she's, yeah, it's really pretty. But it's also, yeah, another mixed use. So you have... Um, a hospitality-inspired lobby, a lounge, you know, sky lounge with skyline views, which Fayetteville Street's great for. The area is great for. Okay, so the, the district. Big exciting news happening on Fayetteville Street that we have known about for a solid year. Yes, I know she can't even. She was like, "Wait, like, I gotta say it." Skip on. We're just skipping over <laughs> Mira right now, and and it's a great project. But we have known for a year, and we've talked about on this podcast that Skip Hill and Highwoods had plans to do an exciting. Restaurant concept on the lower level of what is or used to be the Wells Fargo building. Mm-hmm. Where we are right As now. we've reported, <laughs> this is where we tape on the third floor at the Commons. Great space. Check it out. But Skip has been alluding to this about six or nine months ago. They finally told us who the restaurant group was that they were negotiating with. I think um, I pestered him to the point that he finally just gave in. And I said, I keep your secret, I promise. But they um, are working with Amber Mashakas and the LM mm-hmm. restaurant group. So you think Vidrio, um, Taverna Gora, Carolina Ale House, yeah. um, Oceanic, if you're thinking Wrightsville. I mean, they own a slew of fantastic restaurants. And this project, I mean, this is a passion project, which as I was talking to Amber, she explained, really, that's what all their restaurants they've done in Raleigh have been. And I never even thought of it that way. But when they went into Taverna Gora, that building had been sitting empty for years when her dad, Lou, bought it. And they saw it as a revitalization project. The same thing, they were one of the first restaurants, or maybe the first, on the end of uh, Glenwood South Mm -hmm. when they went in with Vidrio. And yeah. Carolina L House. And I mean, there's no more spectacular restaurant. I say to people, if you're coming to town and and you really want to show off our city, that is the place to take guests because it's such a beautiful spot. Yeah. And they really transform that district with that yes. restaurant too. So she knows that in an effort to help re-energize Fayetteville Street, that making a commitment to a full service mm-hmm. restaurant. And when I mean full service, folks, I mean full service. It's going to open for breakfast with you know coffee. You can eat in or pick something up and dash out. Um, I love that the breakfast nook is going to convert to a dessert and champagne nook at the end of the night. Yeah, it goes from um, day to night. But it has. Yeah. it's going to have this incredible patio space and dining room. I mean, you know, and... Amber describes it so well. Obviously, it'll be the place, uh, a great place to, for the art of the deal, right? You're signing papers, you're planning your next big project in Raleigh. It's a great place. But if you're downtown going to an event with your family and you've got on T-shirt and shorts and tennis shoes, it's still a place. It's American food. It's very approachable. It's meant to be comfortable. They're keeping the swings, which mm-hmm. we have to try out these swings. You okay. haven't seen these. We're going to go sit on the swing before we leave. But they are, they're keeping the swings, and they have a very famous artist um, that you'll read about in Raleigh Magazine in the next couple of months coming from Atlanta to do uh, a piece of art that's going to go over the patio, which sounds incredible. 
Yeah, I think that the concept's really cool. I love that she called it polished casual. Yes. So she said from suits to sneakers, all will feel comfortable and all will feel welcome. So this is a local concept. But um, she, you know, specifically said not many, not many people are from Raleigh anymore, but here everyone in Raleigh can feel like a local, whether you are literally from here or you've just moved here or you're visiting. And I think it's just going to have that really at-home feel and so much cool, you know, the activated space with the art and the swings and all of that. And like from day to night with the coffee bar to the champagne. And I think it's a really cool concept. Yeah. I think with Brian, Amber and Skip, we did a photo shoot of them on the swings and you could just see, you know, there are three people committed to Fayetteville street Mm -hmm. and to this district and really bringing back what they call North Carolina's Main Street, not just Raleigh's Main Street. Yeah. I mean, it's capital city. The capital is at the end of that street. So it is sort of North Carolina's Main Street. Yeah, and Skip's talked a lot about activating that and obviously bringing an LM and to partner with them is a huge part of that. And uh, on that note, too, they're going to have live music. You know, it's another way to activate and bring people back into something beyond just dining, you know. So, but I mean— We've talked about this a lot. Like, Sono is a great institution. You have Big Easy, but there's not a lot of restaurants on mm-hmm. Fayetteville Street anymore or bars, for that matter, that really bring people here as a destination. And so I think this is going to help transcend this street and bring people back or the district. I remember, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I, it's certainly pre-Raleigh Magazine, but that the hot street – was Fayetteville Street yeah. as opposed to Glenwood South yeah, or the one really. where you couldn't make a left turn because there were so many people in the street. And and so it's exciting. And I also like that it that it's not just the business community that can enjoy this spot. You know, yeah. I, if I'm down here with my family, it'll, I'll be comfortable going in in sneakers and hanging out. Yeah, and they're going to have late night bites. And so on that point, Raleigh Magazine was born in 2015. Fayetteville mm-hmm. Street reopened around 20, well, Isaac Hunters and the first bars and all that opened around 2010, 2009, 2010. So that's crazy that it was so electric, Mm -hmm. but it didn't, you know, if it was already kind of curving around 2015. But I really think, you know, going into COVID is what really sucker punched it. And so I think this is going to really help rejuvenate it. Well, we all know it. It's just like this great space we're sitting at the Commons. Getting people back to work, making them want to come to work because their space is great, because they have so many options of where Mm -hmm. to eat, um, or they work out inside, outside, in a phone booth, whatever they want, they can do in these spaces. So I think there's a real move to really get people back down here. Yeah, I have a friend who works in this building, actually. I just found out last week I did not know that, and they were bragging about the space. So, you know, I'm too nervous horn here, but... Uh, it, I saw pictures. It is amazing. Well, so. while you were gone, Liz and I came in here and taped a podcast, and we left you, and she goes, I know where we need to move. And I'm like, Liz, <laughs> we we need a we need a billboard. I mean, again, I've I've already said it once on a podcast. I'll say it again. If Skip wants to replace Wells Fargo with Raleigh Magazine on the rooftop <laughs> of this building, I'm I'm in. That might be a lot of trade ads, but I'm in because I uh, we're not You're quite talking that big. into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep talking about it until somebody says just put it up there, even for a week. Just give make her stop talking about it. Okay, right. so moving from the Fayetteville Street. Well, I do actually want to clear up one thing about Mira. It's Fayetteville Street District, but it's not on Fayetteville Street. Right. It's actually off Salisbury behind Martin Marietta. So, so it's, just a, a, it's in the know, district. Don't at me. Good but, point. Yeah. Okay, so moving to the Iron District. Now, this is one that we really kind of own from the beginning, yeah. um, you know, broke 
news about these developments and have followed them along ever since. Raleigh Magazine named the Iron District and yes. Gina specifically. And so uh, now it just feels like it really is, you know, people are starting to call it that. Yeah. It feels very natural. So, And and obviously you've, everybody's heard now about Raleigh Ironworks. If you haven't, I don't know what rock you're under, but Raleigh <laughs> Ironworks, there's so many great restaurants and businesses have been announced that are going in there. You know, Bernetto from Crawford mm-hmm. is supposed to open this December. Gosh, that's happening fast. I know. Um, you know where I haven't eaten? I want to go to East Cut Sandwiches. Yeah, that I, open. I've tried a couple of times to get in there. The line's out the door, and I've heard they even sell out of their food. That's how popular it is. But there's some other great stuff going in there. Retail, um, they're going to be pickleball courts. There's some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So East Cut, we announced when that opened. I don't know if you remember this. We put on our Instagram, and it was like it was opening that week. And I guess the phrasing confused people, so they started showing up there that day. And they called us, and they were like, "Thanks for the support, but can you reword this?" Because yeah, be clear, we're not, we're not, not open, open yet. yet. But but East Cut opened, and the ice cream opened, and then um, FX Fitness. But this is you know, there's so much great coming. We've talked about Little Ray recently. Or um, Fry. Ford Fry, who Gina also had on the podcast, Bredetto, she just mentioned, which is Scott Crawford. Jaguar Bolera is coming. Ponysaurus is coming. I mean, this is really a cool area. And I love Ponysaurus's spot um, in Durham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can only imagine what they're doing here. So, And so then jumping across, and grab the issue, you can get more info on all this, but if jumping across or down the street, I guess. In the same block, yard. but a little bit, I guess, north of them. Um, would be Salvage Art, their other project. You're very good with directions. I'm, my head is spinning right now. I'm like, wait, is that north? You remember going north, Raleigh? So we're going north up Atlantic <laughs> Avenue. Um, yeah, Salvage Art. Salvage Art. And really the thing that's been talked about the most for them is Triangle Rock Club mm-hmm. because they have built the most extraordinary rock climbing facility. I don't know. I mean, I would dare say in the southeast, but I have no idea, so don't quote me on that. But, I mean, it's incredible. And they've also announced Bond Brothers is going there. Oh, I know. Everybody's so excited about that. Finally. Um, this is this has got a cool look to it. I think the visual f- for us was Triangle Rock Club. But really, this is – I can't wait to watch this take shape, you know, when you – the way that you've seen Ironworks come to life, when you finally pull up on it after seeing all the pictures, it's like this is so cool, you know. Well, Grub has done a good job of wanting to keep the, the bones of the buildings – the shape and the the peed and steel lean in and nod to that. And so these warehouses, you're actually going to be able to drive down Atlantic and look through the roof line of the warehouse and, and see all the way through. So part of it will be covered um, in office and some of it will be uncovered. Very natural spaces. Oh, yeah. I think it's – so a lot of this is starting to deliver in the first quarter of 2024, so it's not going to be far off Mm-mm. until we can start to see this um, development, you know, really come to fruition. Okay, so now the one everybody's talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mid- the one that there's always something happening in, the North Hills Midtown, Midtown District. Yeah. For those like Melissa who lived off North Hills Drive growing up, mm-hmm. um, people are still astonished. But I'm going to say, if you moved here in the last five years, you've seen a lot of change at North Hills. Oh, it's mind-blowing. I mean, I still remember when it was just North Hills, and it was North Hills Mall. Yeah. And there was, I think, literally nothing on the other side of the street, no. where now there's, you know— It was you know, Best Western and the Bennigans. 
Oh, the Bennigans. Oh, I used to go yeah. have coffee there and French fries when I was in high school in Port. But, anyway. But people are so. fascinated by what's happening on, so let's say it's on the Renaissance Hotel side of the street, not to be confusing, or where the Chick-fil-A side, that Chick-fil-A side. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, the Target side. Yes. There are a couple of new buildings. Um, and yes, the restoration hardware gallery with rooftop restaurant, which I've talked about before because I went to one in New York. It. I can't wait. You think it's hard enough to get a reservation in some places now? This will be this will be one of those places. But they're adding Highland North Hills, which is um, an apartment building, mm-hmm. and they've added one North Hills, which is um, an office building. And then there's the RH Gallery. There's also the four one one four Creative Office. <laughs> Say that five times Four one one four Creative Office Spaces. But more importantly than all of that, which is it, it's all beautiful. And but do you remember how you had to drive sort of around the back of Target to get underneath to get in it? Yeah. Well, all those roads have changed. I was going to say around your ass to get so, your elbow. <laughs> of course, that's exactly how you would say it. Now it's all it's easy. You'll be able to drive through. There's a lot more parking, a lot more green space. Um, because let's face it, that green space in front of Ben and Jerry's or behind Ben and Jerry's. Is a great space, but given how big North Hills is on that side of the street, they needed more green space, and they have it. Um, and lots more parking. It'll be a lot easier to navigate. I can't wait. I know seeing this aerial view of that side is kind of hard to wrap your head around because especially if you've seen it transform all through these years. And like you said, the last five alone, it's incredible. Like I feel like if all I knew was the Midtown or this North Hills side that it's been, the main district that it's been for the last five or ten years, this is stunning. But Really going through all the progressions of oh, yeah. you know from from start to finish and and it's it's amazing that they're able to reimagine it this much keeping what's there as well, well you and know. and I think that's what's confusing I get questions all the time now exactly where is restoration art so just really quickly if you remember where J C Penney's was mm-hmm. so that is gone and what they've replaced that with is the four one one four creative office building and that's a really long building and behind that is one North Hills, which has this super uber modern, um, sticks out over 440. It's really pretty. Where Ruth Chris was, mm-hmm. that building, mm-hmm. that's where Highland North Hills is gone. Um, and Ruth Chris is coming back. It will be opening um, in the lower level of one of the buildings, but like Village Tavern um, from Greensboro and Winston-Salem is opening here. There's so many regional and also yeah, true new foods concept. kitchen we yes. just announced is opening and a lot of this is starting to phase opening this fall so yes. this is not like okay no, this you're is telling close. me about something that you know i'm not going to see for a while this is you're going to start being able to get in there soon so their ceo mike smith um shared with me that he thought the roads all around it so people can start exploring it will be open by the end of october yeah so that's coming it, up yes it's yeah. coming up quick Okay, so flip to the other side of the street, which is the North Hills Innovation District. Yep. It has been really hard to visualize this. Yes. Incred- yeah. I mean, um, and it includes a lot, but it's coming. And the visuals that we have kind of show you how it all connects um, to the Greenway and the spaces. Um, this has maker spaces in it. It has office space. The Channel House was part of it, and that's already open. Yep, and Maker's Alley is part of it, and they have their first announced tenant, which is Dos Yoga. So they're in Smoky Hollow, and they're expanding over to Midtown. Um, and 
I mean, really just there's some micro retail in there. There's uh, a huge mural that people are talking about. The three-pointer at the buzzer by the creek is by a couple – are they local artists? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, there's the new capital area greenway system connections. I mean, it's really just, you know, it's in the name. Like, it's innovative yes. in what it's bringing to the area. And we know something that we can't tell because we, we keep secrets – but we know that there's a real collaborative project between two entities to have food courts, the wrong word, but to offer some space to some up and coming chefs and do some really cool things. Yep. So look for that announcement, I think, by the end of the year. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at shopvillagedistrict, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. Time to add the mix into the mix of your go-to hot spots with signature craft cocktails and neat pours, 12 rotating craft beers and 8 rotating fine wines, plus cider and bubbles. The mix has the perfect pour for everyone. Take flight with beer, wine, whiskey, mezcal, and tequila. Or not in the spirit, craft cannabis gummies and high seltzers also invite. Sprawl out on the patio, post up on the couch with your laptop on a weekday, catch the big game on multiple TVs, or cozy up in the wine library for an upscale paired tasting. Weekly events keep the good times coming from tastings to live music and more. For the full lineup of events and offerings, visit BottleMix.com. Yes, with two X's. So that's BottleMixX.com. Yeah. And keeping in... Oh, go ahead. No. I was saying keeping in Midtown, which confuses people, but this is part of that district. Just go Um, right down St. Albans. Yeah. I feel like I get those questions all the time. Like, wait. And it's not just North Hills. And that's why it is Midtown. Um, So the exchange, which is, you know... Uh, somebody, somebody that we've partnered with and worked with a lot. We have. And the exchange is, I always like to say it's to people. Remember, it's the project that's down St. Albans, across from Duke Raleigh, but it has the five-acre park with the water feature running through the middle of it. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, they are talking. I have no idea if this is going to happen. I probably shouldn't even say it. But, you know, they've talked about a hotelier that's out of Dubai doing this boutique hotel. Ooh. It's They've got the two office t- towers that will be uh, linked by this glass walkway. Yep. Um, but where North Hills leans more into retail and restaurants, I think you're going to find that the exchange will lean more into food and beverage and services, not to say there won't be some retail there, but the first two, you know, um, 1,000 social is mm-hmm. coming out of the ground right now. Currently, it's one of the office towers. Um, but some of the space that is already available for lease are wine bar, cafe, restaurant-driven spaces. And they're talking to chefs 
you know, all over the country as well as local. Yeah, and the restaurant's designed to accommodate a large open bar and abundant outdoor seating, which we all love. Um, and I think also you mentioned a thousand social, that's a space where you got to kind of go, was it the groundbreaking or Mm -hmm. the, yeah. And just kind of to be there to celebrate that. Like it's a, it's a building that people are very excited about, but yeah, so they'll be really leaning into the hospitality aspect of this and like the live aspect of the live work play, which I think is really important to, you know, you have the work and Mm -hmm. I guess the play aspect too, but to give people something that's a walkable amenities that will, you know, kind of fuel the hustle, I think. And Stephen Beatty, who um, has been with them from the beginning, talks a lot about, you know, he really would love to see bringing a Michelin chef or a Michelin restaurant here. And he has lofty food and beverage dreams, which I love. They yeah. they sponsored our best restaurants event where we celebrated um, restaurants, the best restaurants in Raleigh um, last month. And they're just, they're leaning into that. And there's a great story in this issue that you have to, you just have to. They're doing, they're partnering with beekeepers. They're creating their own honey Um, at the exchange. And we have cocktail recipes in the magazine that you can tear out and make your own, you make your own cocktails with their honey and how to get it. So it's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, Okay, so jumping from there. We're going to go to West End. So you're going to have to move your mind back downtown. <laughs> so West End, um, we need to kind of put Sam Jones Barbecue. Yeah. So think sure. about that in the vault. And this is, there's a building that's 319 West Lenore Street. It's a phased opening. It'll be open spring of 2025. Um, and it's going to have almost 300 residential units, retail on the bottom. And it has a pool on the roof, sort of. Semi roof. <laughs> it's got two ro- two yeah. different levels, but it has got a stunning <laughs> pool on the top. Is in the design. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's very future forward. I'm telling there's you, I'm trading my house in. Yeah, there's a co working lounge, study cubicles. There's a pet spa. I mean, this is so like like I don't know New bougie. York. I love it. Yeah, it's got yeah. all the stuff. And then uh, in that same district, we have platform, which you've probably heard about, but if not, you know, um, it is it's, there's. Yeah, this is the Kane project that mm-hmm. we announced, I guess, a year ago. Um, apartment building, um, I mean, it's got s- almost 700 residential units yeah. in it. And Mammoth. it's really, it's meant to bring, even if you don't live just in that, in those buildings, they're putting retail restaurants, cafes on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the way they want is that it's almost like even if you don't live there, you're kind of passing through the courtyard in the center of the building. Yeah, definitely inviting the community in and very mixed use. And then there's a shared central courtyard, expansive pool deck with fire pits and grilling stations. So I think it's cool. There's also some creative workroom space there, a cafe bar style dining room. Um, I think they're going to really help that area of downtown grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and create an identity for that area that or beyond, you know, help redefine it right. in the future. Absolutely. Because right now it's, I mean, we've got a couple of restaurants there, and, and just, but it really doesn't have m- much new that's been developed. Right. And then staying, and this was actually an exclusive reveal for us, um, staying downtown but moving over to the warehouse district, when we also just have another exclusive about that area that came out yesterday. Yes. Uh, well, yesterday, as we're recording, you're hearing this, you know, in a week and a half. But um, anyway, so Warehouse District, our first one that we is in the issue is Tempo, which mm-hmm. is uh, Tempo by Hilton Raleigh. Um, it's a dual brand hotel. So they'll have 
the Hilton um, side with the hotel rooms, and then the other side is more the suites. Um, but this is super bougie, uh, 126 rooms, 134 suites, so 200 some altogether. Broke ground in the fall of 21, so you've probably wondered, if, if you've wondered what that was, it's what it is. Um, and it's also got, I think this is cool, they've got wellness-focused rooms with Pelotons in them and a couple other, like, Thermagun Elite and Thermabody Wave Rollers. So if the, you know if wellness is your thing, if you're one of those people that goes on vacation and works out, this is for you. God love um, you. But I'm not under the impression that that's all the rooms. Like, I think you can yeah. request a wellness room. Um, they have the Signature Fuel Cafe and Bar. Uh, I mean, this is, we have uh, kind of two stories on this because we put this in the feature, but then we have a hotel story in the front of the magazine. Well, it was a little confusing to me at first, so I want to clarify. So the suites are sort of extended stay. Yes. So it's yes. you've got a traditional, if you're there, traditional, I'm going to stay in a Hilton hotel room. But if you're there for business and going to be there for a week or two or, you know, going through a home renovation mm -hmm. or something, want to do an extended stay and... I think that confused me at first, the yep. difference between the suites and the hotel rooms. I called it kind of, well, and I actually had to clarify with them. Um, I worked on this one, and I there was, like, in some of the conversations, uh, so the final name is Tempo by Hilton Raleigh Downtown, but in some of the earlier versions of our conversation, it was Tempo by Hilton Raleigh and Homewood Suites or whatever right. it was, and or Hilton Suites. And um, either way, that's not part of the final name, but it is, you know, what I kind of called, like, a choose-your-own-adventure sojourn, mm -hmm. like, are you here for a minute? Are you here for a mile? Like, do you want sort of the typical, not typical, but, you know, uh, luxe hotel room, uh, like a, you know, they have bespoke amenities and all that, right. or do you want the suite with the full kitchen yeah. and you want to stay a little bit longer? So um, there's definitely, so, oh, oh, I almost buried the lead here. There is the uh, the rooftop restaurant. Of course. So this one's going to have you. one as well. Everything's got a rooftop. Um, so they'll have the ground floor signature lobby fuel bar and then the 14th floor urban oak, um, which they didn't actually, I think they did call it a rooftop, but yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, they did. The tallest rooftop lounge and bar experience. There's so many developments right now. My head is spinning. So forgive me for tripping on that. But, but Melissa alluded to the other big news that we dropped a week ago. The sad news that obviously Humble Pie after 33 years was closing its doors. Yes. And that dropped, you know, a week ago on the weekend. And everyone, everyone has a story. Everyone has a story of falling in love, getting married, anniversary dinners, brunches there. And it was, it, you know, it is sad news. But as we've talked about before, everything has a lifespan, right? Mm -hmm. And the good news that came out a couple of days later was we had been working on this story, we knew this was coming. And, you know, I am as competitive of a human as probably any Facts. football player out there. <laughs> um, I love a good story. And I knew this was happening, but I could not find out what was going in, even though I had been asking all the right questions to all the right people, clearly. But we we figured out we, that this was cool. I have to say, I have to position this conversation. It was it was over the course of a day in the office where we connected the dots. We had a meeting in the morning, and we're talking about humble pie closing and how sad we are about that, and how we know something's coming in. We're talking about you know Lauren's already talking to people about a different project, and we start as the day goes on, and they email her back. She connects. Mm -hmm. she, well, she sort of is like, "Is that possible?" And then she says something to you that connects the dots to a different conversation, and we're like, okay, "Holy so crap!" We're, we're talking about <laughs> Figulina with yes. David Ellis, which is going to be an um, incredible pasta restaurant. Yeah, and David uh, Ellis was the chef de cuisine until just a couple weeks ago at Pools. At Pools. Yep. Um, I, what I love about his story, as we digress, um, I'm sure the producer's going to look at me and go wrap it up. But <laughs> um, as I digress, but he tells a story about coming here. He's from England, coming here for a trip, 
And it's all about a girl. I'm telling you, when people make changes in their lives, it's all about a woman or all about a girl. He falls in love. (laughs) And he's like, my world changed. Literally, I met her and my world changed. And so now I'm in Raleigh. Um, And he got his first restaurant job at Humble Pie. So this is a full circle moment. Um, and it's, he's, it's clearly changed his life as well from yeah. a professional And standpoint. he has no, he goes, we're going to make some tweaks to the space, but we love the space. So if you have those great memories, you're not going to walk in there and go, oh, what happened? Why'd you move this? They love the patio. And he has plans of, you know, once they're staffed up completely of doing pasta making classes and there'll be mm-hmm. pasta that you can pick up and take home and cook. Um, not sure that once I eat there, I'll ever want to cook pasta at home again. And he, right. um, Lauren asked him why pasta, and he goes, pasta is just a vessel, and I love that. A vessel to carry flavors and seasonings, and I, yes, I'm telling you, I cannot wait for this time. I know, yeah, and I should say, too, well, he's British, right? So he came over from England, and I should say it was his first, when I said humble pie, it was his first restaurant job that was in Raleigh. Right, In general, obviously, he was super well-trained, but yeah, so fabulous chef, fabulous new spot, and we'll have more on that in the November issue as well, so stay stay tuned. tuned. And then Jinx. Okay. And then I think we kind of named another corridor with this one. <laughs> so well, circling back to Skip Hill uh, and Highwoods, um, which you know, so that you remember is what we were talking about with the Fateful Street District and the building we're sitting in right now. Um, he also has a um, he has a development over behind Crabtree that's been there for, you know, a couple decades, um, but they were expanding it. And this is called Glen Lake. And mm-hmm. so we really have what are the, the first images of this. Um, you've probably seen it if you go over there at all. It's where um, if you've just if you're on Creedmoor and you've just crossed over um, Glenwood and you're going towards PNC, it's literally at the corner where Creedmoor becomes Edwards Mill. Who knew? Um, I Who know. knew? I, I always was like, thought. What? And so anyway, there's li- it's actually like a massive overhanging street sign now at the red light. Um, which was a co- what caught my attention, and you can kind of see it in some of the renderings. But anyway, the building is done. So if you drive that way and you've seen it and you want to know what it is, that is what it is. So this is sort of like um, the piece de resistance of this park that was already here that they built. At, you know, this is sort of the finishing touches, if you will. And along with that, they did a retail row. So if you pull in to the complex right past the building, there's going to be a retail row with as many as up to five, um, give or take. Uh, and Retail Row is really food and beverage. And this is something yeah. that's really funny too. Like it's called Retail Row, but people in the development community community see hospitality as retail. So when you hear them say retail, you can't automatically think shopping, which so for me- I always think retail means shopping and food yeah. and beverage mean, or hospitality means exactly. food and beverage. And so I was sort of, uh, even though we'd, we'd seen it, I'd driven it, we had breakfast with them all the nine, you know, I have like three calls with them. And I'm like, Okay, so hold on. Is retail row where the restaurants are going? And he's like, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, we got it. And then across from that, and this was another thing that we sort of got a wind of and then went back and confirmed, there will be a brewery. There's a grassy knoll, if you will, that they're going to activate. And they're actually pretty far in talks with both uh, the cafe. I'm not allowed to say, but I think we know who it is. Uh, Be local if it happens um, with this person and then or this coffee shop and then the restaurant um, they have a couple people that are pretty far along in talks. Um, and I think then with the brewery, they have two, they're down to two that are likely, you know, and they're into like sort of like the prospects are diverse. So like with one local and then one that's a local brewery that's not here, like local to a different community. So that could go in one or the other I hope direction. it's one from a different community. Yeah. I think it would be I neat like to have stuff. a brewer expand here that is still yeah. a local brewer. 
Uh, so anyway, we called this, I kind of buried the lead, we called it the Crabtree Corridor. This is sort of on the gate of what is the emerging entertainment district and part of the Blue Ridge Corridor, but the it's corridor not quite is just there. not a sexy word. <laughs> I'm sorry. I that you know, it's like West End, Midtown, yeah. Iron District. I mean, all of those are cool. We got to figure out something to do with corridor. Well, and so to, so jumping to the Blue Ridge Corridor, that's not that's sort of I think we'll see, but I think that's what that is called now. So we broke that a couple months ago yeah. in a in an issue and and outlined what that corridor would include. But part of that, and this is like the triangle from. Um, down Blue Ridge to Edwards Mill, all the way back to like Hillsborough. And it's a right. whole lot of land. And so for that reason, um, it was really more probably going to be like four districts within that corridor. So, you know, we probably could have, have to work something on that better day. for the Crabtree part of it. But on the on the Blue Ridge corridor right now and what, uh, who knows what this will be called, because you have so many assets here already, yeah. right? Um, but there's DHHS that we put uh, the renderings up, and we talked a little bit more about that, and we learned more about the coming phases behind it. So we had shown DHHS phase one. Um, there's also two additional phases. Right. Phase two will be an overflow, another office building. Um, you but, know, I think the holdup there is exactly how many stories it'll be at this point. And then phase three will be... Anything it wants to be. Right. Anybody, whatever they feel like they whatever need, they can whether dream. that's apartments, whether that turns out to be um, more office space. I think but it's it, probably going to, it sounds like it's going to be a play. Like it will play into some aspect of the 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 play to make it a live work play. Because right now, if the first two are offices, you know, and I, there may be some. And I haven't told you this, but I went for a walk the other day um, in that area behind bandwidth, how they've connected that to Umstead. Yeah, that is a real. They've done such an incredible job for for that area. Um, they've got beehives out there, which I don't know why people get close to those because I'm really not interested. Maybe there there's no like walls around it. It's just a little fence, and I'm I'm thinking no one's going to jump in there. <laughs> no one. I mean, I'm sure some crazy person would, but it's just such a beautiful area with water feature chairs, uh, Adirondack chairs all around the the pond, so people can just sit. I'm not sure it's open to the public, but it sure feels like that it, it it's trying to connect to Umstead and create is. active space. And I mean, that's kind of mind blowing too. And it shows you how expansive Umstead is because if you're accessing, and I can go in from two sides, but if you're accessing it on the Glenwood side, you're way up past Carmax, you know. Well, and you're also, but you're down here on Blue Ridge, you know, and you're for, directly across from the park at the art museum. Right, which so is another thing connects they're together. doing, um, you know, the bicycle pathway that'll connect the museum all the way to Chapel Hill. So there's a lot of great information in here about that. And then jumping inside that to what right now people are kind of calling, which I don't think it's a permanent name, but the PNC Sports and Entertainment District is everything going on at PNC. And none of this is coming out of the ground. We first said that everything was coming out of the ground. PNC is going through some massive changes and some renovations yeah. and cool Well, there's stuff. a standing building, and DHHS Phase 1 is coming out Right. Of no, yeah. I meant what oh, was. But, yeah. but we know that Tom Dundon, um, you know, as owner of the the Canes, has first right of refusal, and he's going to be developing the area. It, it's what I like to say. We're finally a hockey town. It might have taken us 25 years to actually be there, but we sold out 31 of the 41 home games last year. So, And that's top five in the NHL. So we're officially a hockey town. Yeah, you and I, um, we did a walkthrough mm -hmm. a couple hours that we spent 
um, walking through with Jeff Merritt, the executive director of the Centennial Authority, and we did we went top to bottom. You know, yeah. we went up to the top, we went yeah. all the way down into the bowels. He of showed us everything and, I had never seen for sure. Yeah, he talked about how they might blow out walls or how they might make it more. I think the big takeaway with this is how it will become a district that's not just associated with I have tickets to an event, whether that's a concert or a game. I'm going in, I'm driving out. This would be a place that you might go even for an event that even if you don't have tickets, there'll be enough to go to do, or that you might go there even when there's no event at all. Right. And well, especially really like you talked about if NC State's got an away game or if the Canes have an away mm-hmm. game, that they have a visions of, you know, open air spots with big screens so people can gather and watch. Right. Um, it's clearly there's a lot happening here. I guess the one rapid fire question I will ask is, and you have to choose one. Yeah. <laughs> What, you know, which district do you think is, you know, are you the most excited about and what's coming? Yeah, you're going to have oh, to pick no, one. Oh, no, I really want two. <laughs> nope. You only get one. She lives in one. So this will be interesting to see if you're more excited about what's in your area or if you're more Oh, ex- that's funny. That wasn't even one of the two. I think because I grew up, if you're going to make me choose one. I, I think because I grew up on North Hills Drive, I think really getting in there and driving those roads and seeing this now what I would call at least the third iteration of my direct memory of it is very intriguing to me. It's not the one I will live and use the most, right. but. I think right. mine is uh, the park district. And I think it's because from the begin- from almost the beginning of the magazine, when the city purchased the land and had the agreement to save Dick's Park and create the last great American park in the U.S. Yeah. I am excited to see some of that happen. I don't want to be so old when this stuff happens, so I'm ready to see some of these spaces <laughs> You're activated. You're not old. <laughs> well, I know, but, it, you know, they say it'll take the next 20, 25 years for it to, to well, completely yeah. come to fruition. I'm ready to see some of that happen. Yeah. Well, Raleigh's definitely growing up. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon. Want more of Raleigh Magazine in between issues? Visit RaleighMag.com and subscribe to our newsletters. They come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five-minute read keeps you up to date. And especially on Friday, dish on this, where to eat, where to drink, what to do this weekend. Subscribe for free at RaleighMag.com.